Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Go ahead and grab a seat. Amen. I'm going to get you guys out here as soon as we can. Amen. But uh, I'm going to minister on, on part two of the message I started last week on changing the, the way we think. Changing the way we think. Come on, how many know that changing the way we think is a challenge? I mean, it's a challenge for all of us, amen, because we're, we're set in our own mind thinking, right? You know, this is how I think, this is who I am. Uh, so we, we kind of have our own think pattern, but we need to change the way to think because for some of us, that didn't work out. <laughs> for some of us, we're still messing up because of our mindset. And so we got to change the way we think, but it is a challenge for us to do that. But if there is no challenge, church, there is no change. Come on, we, we, we must be challenged in order to change. Can somebody say amen? amen? I made a statement last Sunday that we repent enough to be forgiven, but do we surrender enough to be changed? Amen? If we mess up, if we mess up, we get up and we keep going forward. Amen? We keep going forward because we're going to mess up. Come on, tell you if you're going to mess up. <laughs> if they say no, they're lying. <laughs> we're all going to mess up. Come on, hu- come on. wife said he's going to mess up. <laughs> Husband said, yeah, she's going to mess up too. <laughs> we're going to mess up, guys. And so, But if we mess up, we get up, keep going forward. Amen. Come on. But we have to discipline ourselves, our bodies our minds, and we got to take steps forward, listen, like I said last week, with purpose. Every step that we take forward has to be with purpose, otherwise you're just walking. Amen. We have to walk in purpose. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, just like Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 26 to 27, he says, so I run with purpose in every step. See, Paul here has made up his mind. He changed the way he used to think, amen. And so his mindset is, you know what, if I'm going forward in God, I'm going to take each step with purpose. Can somebody say yes? Come on. He says, I'm not just shadow boxing. Come on, we're not playing the part here, church. How many know all of us can play that that Christian part? Yeah, hallelujah. (laughs) Whatever it is, amen. Some of us even go like this, oh yeah. You know, we we got the rope and dope and all that stuff, amen. And so how many know, we, we know how to play the part. Come on, we know the right words to say, right? God bless you. Good to see you. I'm blessed. So we, we, got, we got all the, those words down. Amen. But we're not here shadow boxing. I don't know about you, but I'm not here to play church. I'm here to be the church. Hallelujah. Come on. So he says, I take, I run with, with purpose in every step. I'm not shadow boxing. I discipline. Somebody say, I discipline. I discipline, I discipline my body like an athlete training it to, to do what it should. Changing the way we think. Somebody touch your mind and say, I want to change the way I think. Otherwise, I fear after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Listen, if we, uh, we, we discipline, not just for self, but for the kingdom purpose. And every step forward that we take, listen, we take for others. We take for others, church. And so we got to go forward in those steps, amen, for others to see, for others to set, we got to set an example, amen, so that we can say what Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ, amen, otherwise we're just shadow boxing, so the purpose steps that we take is that we want to set an example, I don't know why, you know, for me, I, I, I take my purpose step to set an example for my family, for my grandchildren, for you guys, for my co-workers, for, for the person out there in the world, amen. I, I'm, I'm here to take purpose steps to set them an example to follow, amen. Come, somebody say amen. amen. Come on. And so it says right here, and uh, the, our theme scripture, amen, for part two of the series where I started, it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Do not copy the, uh, the behavior 
and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then it goes on to say, then, somebody say then. Then "Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Come on, somebody say perfect. Perfect. Come on. We are not to follow the ways of the world. When we gave our lives to Jesus, amen, we are to pull away. Come on, somebody say pull away. You got to pull away, amen. You got to pull away, amen. You got to separate from that kind of thinking that the world has, amen, and get closer to God to have an encounter with God, and then He brings the transformation, and then your mind starts to change. Your thinking starts to change, amen. And when our minds are right, our thinking is right, then we will know God's will for your life. Come on, a lot of people say, uh, what's God's, well, they say, well, what's, 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 what's God's will for me? Well, you got to change the way you're thinking. You're, you're still thinking that you can't do things. You're still thinking that, you know what, I, God can't use me. I have no purpose. I have no destiny. No, no. God designed you. God created you with purpose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Tell, tell, tell somebody, I got purpose. I got purpose. I got purpose. And so you, you can't just say, I, I have no purpose. And so once you start to identify and you change the way to think, they say, and now you start to say, I am somebody. I am a, a son of the king. I am the daughter of a king. Amen. Uh, God has purposed me with something. I can do all things through Christ. Come on, somebody say amen. What I said last Sunday was, it has to be, in the way we change, it has to be more than refusal. Come on, it's not just refusing to conform to the patterns of these values of this world, amen, but it has to go deeper than just behavior and customs. It must be firmly planted in your minds. Come on, it's not just I'm separating or I'm not going to hang out with them anymore. I'm going to refuse to watch that or say that. No, you got to change it in your mind. I I don't want to think like that anymore, amen? amen? Come on. Tell your neighbor right now, don't refuse, refuse. change. Come on. See, all of us can refuse for a little moment, and that's just willpower. When you just refuse and say, no, 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 amen, it can only go so far before you start saying yes. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You're not supposed to be, I know I'm supposed to be watching this. I know, I know, I know, no. And we're watching it. Or doing it, or whatever that may be, church, we got to change the mindset. Amen. We have to change the mindset. Paul says, let God transform you into a new person. A new person by changing the way you think. Amen? Church, is it possible? Is it possible that we can avoid most of the worldly things and still be proud? Come on, somebody. Still be lustful, selfish, stubborn, arrogant. Come on, somebody. Listen, it's only when we invite the Holy Spirit in. Come on, and we ask him to help us to transform us. Come on. It comes by the way we start to change the way we think. we got to start changing the mentality of who we are. We can't do it to I can do it. Come on, God can help me through it, and the Holy Spirit's there to help me. And you go forward in the things that we need to do, but we, it starts in, in your mindset. we got to change the way we think. Come on, we can't walk out here as losers anymore. Come on, you're a winner. Hallelujah. Come on, you, you can't walk out here that I'm a nobody. you got to walk out, I am a somebody. you, you got to walk out with a different attitude, but it starts in the mind. Can somebody say amen? amen. Listen, church. It says in Romans chapter 8, 5 to 6, Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Come on. How many can use some peace in this place? Come on. Has your mind ever gone crazy? 
Come on, have you ever been overwhelmed in your mind? Come on, have you ever been troubled in your mind? Come on, it seems that we're, we're, we're following the sinful nature. We're following the, the worries of life and everything else. But if we, if we follow the Spirit, amen, and, and put on a new spirit and let, let the Spirit control our minds, then what comes is life and peace. Come on, you can start living, not dying. <laughs> Come on, we, we, we're here to live. Come on. Come on, we're eventually going to die, but we live forever. Nobody believes that? <laughs> Come on, we, I'm, we're, we're, we're eternal creatures. And, and we're, your destiny depends on how you think. Come on, you're either going to live in, uh, in eternity with heaven, or you're going to go, you know where, <laughs> downstairs to the smoking section. No smoking for me, amen. Come on. Listen, church. But if we are controlled by the Spirit, then we must make up our minds daily. This has to be a daily choice. For some of us, it has to be by minute by minute choice. Hour by hour, moment by moment, whatever it is. But you have to wake up and, and wake up each, uh, each day daily making up your mind. You know what? I need to change the way I think. It's choosing God daily. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, even the babies get it. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, he's saying amen, and you guys are like. <laughs> Come on, he got convicted, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> it's choosing God daily to be the center of your life. God has to be the center of your life. God has to be your everything. Come on, I know my baby is my everything, but God is a little bit higher than you, girl. I hate to tell you, he's a little bit higher than you. You're, you're close, but, but my God's the best. He's my number one. Amen. He's, he should be your number one. Come on, you've got to choose God. He has to be the center of your life. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, 22 to 24 says, throw off. Somebody say, throw off. Throw off, throw off your old sinful nature. Your old former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and, de and deception. And put on. Somebody say, put on. put on. Put on the new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Come on, tell your neighbor, take it off. And don't wear it no more. Come on. See, the thing is, we take it off, and guess what? You put it back on. You take it off. In the car before you get into church, and then you get out of church and you go put it back on again. Come on, you you take it off, saying I'm going to change, Amen. Then you put it on and you have an attitude at house. Come on, come on, you you we 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 that 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 is just refusing. Listen, that is just refusing for the moment. But God, I want to change the way I think. So when I leave this place, I'm different in my house. I'm different on my job tomorrow morning, amen, because I'm changing the way I think. I'm putting on the new nature and getting rid of that old man, getting rid of that old woman. Come on. Come on. Don't take it to the dry cleaners and hang it in your closet. And then you're going to wear it when you want to, you know. Take it off, throw it away, and burn it. Don't even donate it to Goodwill. Don't take it even to Goodwill. Because pretty soon, they're going to be walking out with your old. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. We don't want to say, hey, that reminds me of me. I used to wear that before. Yeah. Come on. Burn it. Tell your neighbor, burn it. Tell your neighbor, take it off. Come on. We have Victory Church. We have victory. Come on. We have victory. Come on. Let's walk victorious, church. Remember, God has given us provision for victory over sin. Come on. That Though this sinful nature lives within us, come on. It's inside of us. It's inside each of us. Amen. We have the power. Somebody say power. power. Through the Holy Spirit that is within us as well. The Holy Spirit is God's provision for us when we mess up or when we fall. So when we mess up, we, when we mess up, we, come on. And he's the one to pick you up. The Holy Spirit is such a, a great friend. 
great counselor, great, great uh, 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 comforter. He, he's just, he is there for you. But you got to take advantage of this friendship that is provided for each one of us. See, we can't just walk out, amen, just, you know, you know, we, we love God, we, we know what Jesus done on the cross, but yet we don't have a close relationship with the Holy Spirit. So the three are one. Father, Son, Father, Son, come on, the Holy Spirit. He told you, you know what, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you a friend. And he's going to help you in those times that you need something, amen? The times when you're losing your mind, he helps you put it back together. (laughs) Come on, he, he brings it back into reality. He brings it back saying, you know what, son, why are you tripping? I'm right here. Come on, it's, it's going to be okay. Come on, slow down, Turbo. You know, we, we want to take off and handle stuff on our own. Come on, come on, somebody say amen. Come on, we want, for some of us, we just want to take, a, take care of business. And what do we do? We put our own mindset back. I'm going to handle it. I'm going to handle it. I'm going to take care of it. And, and that's not what you're supposed to do. Remember, WWJD, what would Jesus we need to go back to that. God, what are you going to do in this situation? God, what can I do in this situation? God, lead me in this situation. I want to be controlled by the spirit, not by the sinful nature. God, show me. Help me. Let me take purpose steps. Let me walk forward in per- with purpose. Let me not just come to church. Let me start being the church. Amen. Purpose steps. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on. Romans chapter 7, 23 to 25 says this, But there is another power within me that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that is still within me. Uh Uh-oh. We got sin in us? Oh, yeah. Come on, that that sin pops up every once in a while. I'm back. (laughs) It pops up, right? Come on. Sometimes it pops up while you're driving in the car when someone cuts you off. Boom. There it is. <laughs> you thought you got rid of her or him. It's still there. Come on. There's a power within us that is at war with my mind. This power makes me a slave to sin that's still within me. Oh, what a miserable person I am. This is Paul speaking. This is the great apostle Paul. And he's saying, I still deal with this flesh. He says, who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? But look what he says next. Thank God. Somebody say, say thank God. Thank God. Come on. You ever, you ever just said that? Man, thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. God, you're too much. Come on. Anybody, anybody can relate to that. Amen. Come on. You ever had that God moment? Say, oh, God. Or you're falling apart, but you say, man, thank God. Paul says, thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Come on, somebody. So see, so you see how this is in my mind. I really want to obey God's law, but because of this sinful nature, I'm a slave to sin. In verse 23, Paul says, there is another power that is within me. There is another power that is within you, church. And he's talking about the sinful nature that's deep inside of us. That nature will always live inside of us as long as we're living in this flesh, church. Come on, come on. This is the defenseless areas of sin in our lives. It refers to anything within us that is more loyal to the old ways of selfish living than to live for God. You ever battle that? Come on, you want to do what's right, but you don't. You, you want to you say the right thing, but you, you say the wrong. Come on, these, this is battle that's going on that's inside of us, amen. And so those things that are deep inside, these are things that that are loyal to selfish ways and being loyal to God. These are our struggles. These are our hang-ups. These are the areas that we are most vulnerable. This is our mindset. 
we got to change the way we think. There's a daily battle within all of us, church. The conflict that we agree with God's command. We believe God's word. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. But we can't do them. We can't do them. You ever say, I'm going to do something for God, then don't do it? Come on, raise your hand. Come on. <laughs> it should be all of us. Come on. You, 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 you know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to forgive, but you say, well, not today. <laughs> I'm going to have to pray on that a little bit more. I'm going to ask God if this is right. Like, <laughs> you're, you're trying to justify your actions. You're trying to stop from doing what God's command says to do. It's just to love everyone and forgive everyone. Amen. Yet we don't want to follow those commands. Paul says, I want to do what is right. But I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Church, this, this conflict makes painful awareness of our sinful nature. Man, we, they say, man, that's still in me. I still deal with unforgiveness. I still deal with anger. I still deal with hatred. I, I still deal with a rage and, and all this stuff that's inside of us. This is an inward struggle with sin that was real for Paul, and it's real for us as, as well. Can somebody say amen? amen. Whenever pal, Paul felt, pal, <laughs> pal, I got to drink some water, amen. Pal is the Greek version, no, never mind. <laughs> I'm just going to make up something up. <laughs> it's a new version, Amen. Like I said, it's a PAT version, Pastor Art version, amen. Translation. But, you know, whenever Paul felt overwhelmed by, by spiritual battles, he would return to the beginning of his spiritual life and remember how he had been free from sin by Jesus Christ. It's like our brother was saying last night about being justified, right? Sanctified. Come on, we've been washed, we've been bought by the blood of Jesus, amen. Come on, come on, don't put on sin, don't put on that, that character, don't put on that identity. That is not you. It struggles within us, but it's not you. We have been forgiven. Come on, somebody say, I'm forgiven. Come on. And so whenever Paul felt like that, he was going back, always back to, you know what? He freed me. I'm free from sin by Jesus Christ. That's why Paul ends uh, uh, Romans 7, 25 with, Thank God that Jesus Christ is the answer. He's the answer, church. Come on. You, you ain't going to find it anywhere else but in Jesus. It is only Jesus. You find Jesus, you find the answer. It, it, it's in Jesus Christ. It's in his word. Come on, the word, the Bible is all about him. He is the word, church. And so when you need the word, you're, you're, when you start to read the word, you're reading Christ. You're reading God, amen. He becomes what you need. He becomes the answer to all your situations. You want to know about marriage? It's in the word. You want to, you want to know about this or that? It's in the word. You want to know how to love your brother? It's in the word. He is the word. Thank God the answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Come on. After saying what he said, after all that he's saying during on Romans right there, all the way to verse 25, he says, I, I want to do what is right, but I can't. I end up doing what I hate. But then he, he starts to think, my mind is changed. What, wait up, wait up. I, I don't think like that anymore. He goes, wait, wait, wait. I, I got Jesus. Come on, thank God, amen. I've been justified, sanctified, forgiven, amen. You know what, I may be going through the storm, but thank God, amen. My life sucks right now, but thank God, hallelujah. Paul has changed the way he thought, amen. See, we got to start thinking like that. You know what, why are we tripping out? My sins are forgiven, amen. I'm going through a storm. I'm going through a battle. I don't know what's going on in my life. This hit me, that hit me, but thank God. we got to thank the Lord. Come on, yeah, you're going through a storm, but he said you, in this life, you're going to have problems still. It's going to suck still. 
But he says what? I've overcome the world. So if Jesus is living inside, the Holy Spirit is living inside, listen, you are overcomers. Tell you I'm an overcomer. I don't care what you think about me, but I'm an overcomer. <laughs> Come on. See, we, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can judge people on things on the outside and how they have, but you've you got to go inside, church. You know, outside, you know, I'm not all there, but inside, thank God. Thank God, amen. I, I'm, I'm, thank God. You better thank God because if I'm not saved, I'll do something to you right now. Come on. I remember one brother preaching at an outreach, him and he's on the corner. You better thank God I'm saved because I'd be breaking in your house right now. <laughs> you speaking truth? Amen. Thank God. I said, thank God you got saved. Amen. It'd probably be my house. <laughs> Romans chapter 6, 16 says this. Don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? You become a slave to whatever you choose to obey. You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to a righteous living. Amen. Come on. You can choose to be like a nut, remember? Or you can choose not. I eat the candy, so I can't bring it. Amen. <laughs> Romans chapter 6, 7 says, For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, and this is Paul again saying, but thank God. He's thanking God again. He says, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. We got victory, church. Don't walk defeated. I said, we got victory, church. Stop walking defeated. Just like my wife was saying, you know, we, we take, we're just taking left turns. We're just, this is it, amen. I want to get over there, but all we're doing is left turns. You know, we're not straining out. We're not going where we need to go because you got to know who you are, who you, what you, your identity is. Come on, don't take the identity of a sinner. Take the identity of a redeemed son and daughter, amen. Start the identity that you're an overcomer. Take on the identity. That's why you got to take off the old and you got to put on the new. This is me now. That was me before, but this is me now, amen. Yeah, I battle the sinful nature inside of me, but I take purpose steps going forward because I am different. Yes, I'm going to face some battles coming in front of me, but guess what? I got someone behind me that's going to fight my battle. Come on, the battle don't belong to you. It says the battle belongs to the Lord. Come on, stop fighting it. You're going to mess it up. You're going to make it worse. God, I got to, you got to tap out. Come on, it's, you know, in wrestling when they're, they're losing and you're not, you got to tap out. He's right there, Holy Spirit, like, tap on me. I'll fight for you. I'll take care of it. And then we say, I got it. You all twist it up. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you don't got it. <laughs> You're going to lose. Amen. You don't got it. Give it to the Lord. Can somebody say amen? amen. Paul will later say in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Strength comes from him, church. Does not come from you. Your strength will take you only so far. His strength will take you forever. You've got to learn to lean, like I said last time. Lean upon him. He is your strength, church. Church, we got victory and strength by changing the way we think. Let me tell you, you change your, your attitude, things change. Just like that. Right? Come on, married people say amen. <laughs> Come on. Once he starts acting right, you're like happy now. He cares now. <laughs> You know, we start thinking not about ourselves, but we start thinking about our spouses now. Come on, things change. You know, I got troubles, but I'm still bringing my baby some flowers. Amen. Why? I just changed the way I thought. I'm a new man. Come on. Say it, say it again, say it again. New man. I like how she says it. You got to look at yourself new. You got to look at yourself different. So if we can just change the way we think, our, our whole day is different. If we wake up in an attitude like tomorrow morning, you got to go to work, Monday, ah, that's all it's going to be. 
But if you wake up tomorrow morning and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank God I'm saved. Thank God I've been redeemed. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the cross. You start thanking God for another day of life. Amen. Woo! There's air in me. I got breath in me. I can see. Come on. I got a beautiful wife upstairs. Woo! Thank God. Come on, if you really open your eyes, church, there's a lot of things to thankful, be thankful for than things that you're mad about. All you got to do is open your eyes. When your eyes are open, then your mind starts changing. What am I complaining about? Why am I thinking this when God has blessed me so much? I open my eyes and I see the blessings of God all the time. But it's, it's, it's how you choose to look, church. For some of us, we, for some of us, we just got to change the way we think. When we feel confused and feeling like a nut, amen, and feel overwhelmed by sin's attraction, amen, let's claim the freedom that Christ gave us. Listen, he has power to lift us to victory. Come on, he has power to lift us to victory, church. Come on, he's there. He's there to pick you up. He's picked you out of that miry clay. He picked you out when you were at your lowest. He picked you up when no one else was there for you. He picked you up when when the world wrote you off. God says he went in and he digged in into the trash and he picked you. He says, I'm going to use you. You have purpose. You have something. You have destiny. That's what God does in our lives. When you start to see the value of God inside of you, then your mind will change as well. Amen. You walk up with your head a little bit. That's right. I'm a, I belong to the to my father. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a son of a king. I mean, you, start, you start walking a little different. You, you get even a little attitude, you know, like, yeah, what's up? Come on. Devil, you got nothing on me. I'm blessed, not stressed. Come on, I'm anointed, not disappointed. I'm going to start to rhyme. No, 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 no. I'm a poet. Didn't know it. I am more for 24. Listen. We do it. Listen, church. We do it. And we got to do it by making our minds up. Not only do we change them. You got to make your mind up that I want to change. See, we can come and say, I want my mind changed. I want to be different when we come to church. It, it's, it's out there. See, the church is not where we gather. The church is who we are. So you got to be that out there to your family, to your friends, because they're watching you. Set the example. Come on, otherwise you're going to be disqualified, just like Paul said. I, I don't shadow box. This, this thing I'm doing for Christ, I'm living for real, for real. This is who I am, and so I'm going to take it outside. My neighbors will see me. My coworkers will see me. The uh, Walmart will see me. <laughs> I don't even go to Walmart because I'll blow it there. <laughs> but Smith, wherever you go, they're going to see you. You have to set the example. That's where your mind has to change. I think you go to Walmart to get tested and see if you can pass that test. Amen. Go to Walmart. <laughs> Or targeted. <laughs> Come on. But you got to make up your mind, church. Not by refusing, by changing. Not refusing, but changing. It has to go deeper than just say no. It has to be planted. It has to be rooted. It has to be embedded in your minds by letting God and allowing Jesus to transform you into a new person by changing the way we think. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if anyone, anyone here in Christ? If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old, somebody say the old. The old has passed away and behold, all things, somebody say all things. All things become new. Come on. Let go of the old because the new wants to come. See, you cannot put a new with old. Come on, we don't want to let go of the old, amen? But he says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. 
All that you were before is gone. It could have happened yesterday. It can happen just a moment ago. But as soon as you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? You are a new creation. That old person's gone and all things become new, church. Walk in the newness of God. Walk in the newness of Christ, amen. And with your new mindset, say, God, I need to change the way I think. Yeah, we stop the obvious, but God, now work on me. Come on, God, right? Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Come on, don't judge me by what you see right now. God's doing a work inside of me. Come on, we can look at that. He's still here, but no, God's doing something. He'll come out. This will change eventually. And when it changes, it's good. Because it's, it's there. It's not the fake hallelujah. It's the real hallelujah. It's not the fake praise the Lord. It's the real praise the Lord. Come on. It's not the God bless you. No, it's the real one. God bless you. you. You can tell the difference from a hug from a real hug. Right? Oh, that, that was a fake hug. <laughs> Don't be fake hugging me. <laughs> you saved or not saved? Come on. We're brothers. Come on. When, when you got Christ, there's just joy inside of you. Man, you have no problem shaking someone's hand, hugging somebody. There's no problem, church. But when it's not inside you, it's awkwardness. Right? You know? You know, like, God bless you. You take it back, and all of a sudden you're going over here. Stop living in COVID days, church. Jesus Christ saves you. Come on. Come on. Get out of that mindset. The devil tried to bring separation in the church. Amen. By bringing this thing and said, don't touch nobody. Don't talk to nobody. Come on. You're gonna, something's going to happen. No. The devil wants to separate us. It's time to come together. Be the church. And say, come on. Hug somebody. Shake somebody's hand. And let's be who we are. we got to change the way we think. See what the world did to us? They changed us. Put guidelines. Six feet apart. This and all that. They're doing all this stuff. All that to separate us. It's time to say shut up. I go to a different standard. Amen. Your kingdom is not my kingdom. Come on. It's time to take back who we are church. And give them Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Christians are brand new people on the inside. Like I said, God's working on that outside and eventually it's going to catch up. Come on, spouse, if you're waiting for your spouse to change, it will catch up. <laughs> You'll see it one day like, boom, and I'll say, there it is. Right? It's like you got your new hairdo and everything. It's just, it's different. God's working. But the key is that we're new on the inside. Right at salvation, we are brand new. You are a new creation. The old is gone. You become new. Come on, somebody. The Holy Spirit gives us new life. We are not the same anymore. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, we are not reformed. We are not rehabilitated. We are not re-educated. We are recreated. We are a new creation, creation in Christ Jesus. Come on. I'm not reformed, amen. I'm not going through a rehab. No, God recreated me completely. That's why Paul says, I thank God that the answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Listen, church, at conversion, we don't just turn over a new leaf. It's not just a start over. It's a beginning of a new life under a new master. But we, say I, I, we have to do, we have to do and take part of our own responsibilities. Listen, you have to make it personal. Purpose steps forward. Church, if you're tired of being sick and tired, if you're tired of who you are and how you think, or you're tired of stumbling over the mistakes of the past and the old man, it's time to take purpose steps forward. You got to take purpose steps forward, church. You got to wake up tomorrow morning and say, 
I'm a son. I'm a daughter. I'm not that no more. I don't want to be that no more. I don't want to think like that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Their purpose steps forward, church. You've got to take those steps forward. I want to be a better man. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better this, a better that. I want to be better. I don't want to be him anymore. I'm a new creation. But you've got to wake up with purpose because guess what? That sinful nature is still in you. That sinful nature tells you don't get up, girl. No, no, not yet. Complain. That sinful nature wakes up with an attitude. That's why some of you need to pray before you go to sleep. And stop watching all that killing stuff. You wake up all... (laughs) Why do you put that in your mind? Why do you put these things in your mind? Amen. Think on good things. Come on, read the word. Something good, something that won't disturb your mind. Just thank him. God, thank you for this day. Thank you. God, bless my dreams. Come on. And we're wondering why we have bad dreams. Amen. We stop watching all that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. You see, becoming brand new through Christ, the Holy Spirit would do his part, but we have to do ours. And only us can change the way we think. You have to make up your mind. I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that. And if you do your part and you, and you say that, guess what? The Holy Spirit will do his part, Amen. and he'll help you. Then the transformation starts to become, because now you had an encounter with God. That is an encounter that's missing in the church today. They're not, they're not getting an encounter. All they're doing is accepting Christ, amen. All they're doing is trying to stop and refuse doing the wrong and condemning themselves and saying, say, God, I want an encounter that would just revolutionize the way I think. I want, I want to change this man. I want to be completely different from the inside out, church. Amen. Paul says and shows us how to do our part in Philippians 4, 16. Don't worry. (laughs) I'm going to stay right there because some of you guys are worrying right now. God says, Paul says here, don't worry. Somebody say, I'm not going to worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. See, the enemy's always bringing worry. The enemy's always questioning God. In your life. But the enemy's always bringing worry when things are hitting your life. You start to worry. You start to trip. Here, your mind starts to change. He says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. everything. Tell God what you need. And thank him for all that he's already done. Come on, somebody. Come on, stop worrying. Pray. Come on, we worry. He says, "Don't, don't worry. Just pray. Seek him. Seek him, amen, and, and tell him what you need. And sometimes we say, well, he knows what I need. No, he needs to hear it. Though he already knows it, you need to confess it. You need to speak it. And you need to let the devil hear you what you're speaking. Come on, that's who he needs. That's who needs to hear it. Say, I don't want to be that, amen. You've got to tell him because he don't know your thoughts. He knows your actions. He sees what you do. But you don't know what's up here. So if you start, don't just think it. Oh, I, he knows what I need. No, tell him. I don't want to be that God. Change me. I want to be a good man. I want to be a good man. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a better pastor. Yeah. Man, I want to fight devils and kick demons. Amen. Hallelujah. I want, I want to be a better fighter. I want to know how to fight those battles, those spiritual battles. Amen. That you'll learn. Amen. In Deborah's wars. Amen. Come on, I want to I wanna, I wanna know how to kick and when to kick and when to, when to say something, when to not to say something. Don't, 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 don't let me be radical. Let me, not, let me not be a Peter and chop everybody's ears off. You know, we're so quick. Right? We're the Christian. Like, Run! I'll get him, Pastor. Sit down, bro. 
<laughs> Don't worry, the Lord fights for us. He fights the vengeance. Yeah, you get your sword. You, you, instead of trying to fix people, you're cutting up people. You think you did a good job, you're like, yeah. All you left is a wounded person that's more confused. Know your sword. Use it right. Come on, church. We damage each other sometimes. Instead of encouraging each other, we're chopping each other up. Thinking, oh, you're just, all you're doing is trying to be a, you know, Pharisee. <laughs> you know, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know more word than you. Yeah, but you don't know how to use it. <laughs> well, come on, somebody. Paul says, don't worry about anything. Really, does, is it, does it seem possible? It seems impossible, right? To, because we all deal with worries of the world, right? Anybody have a worry here? Well, Paul's advice is to turn the worries into prayers. In other words, pray more, worry less. Pray more, worry less. In Matthew chapter 6, it talks about not worrying, right? And God says, I, I take care of the birds of the air, amen. Uh, aren't you more valuable than them? He starts to speak all that. In other words, God's saying, I got you. How many know that God got us? Come on. Jesus goes on to say in Matthew 6, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things. Somebody say, all those things. All these things will be given to you as well. Come on, God will take care of us. God will take care of you. Listen, worrying does not empty tomorrow of its troubles. Worry empties today of its strength. So whenever you start to worry, whenever your mind starts to trip, when you start to feel like that nut, when that sinful nature rises up inside of you, Paul is saying, stop right there. Get a hold of yourself, get a hold of your mind, and pray. When you drop to your knees, church, God will make you stand up to anything. Prayer is powerful. It is powerful, church. Paul says, Paul says here, tell God what you need. Tell God how you're feeling. Tell God what you're going through. And then thank him for the things he's already done. And also thank him for the things he's about to do. Yes. Come on, sometimes you got to, come on, we, we, we only thank God when the answer's already here. You need to thank God that it's all, like, it, no, it's not here, it's already here. Come on. You ought to get, Dad, I got the job. God, you're going to take care of my final. God, I, all this. You, thank you, God, it's already done. Come on, he's done it before, church. He'll do it again, and again, and a lot of agains. He'd do it forever, church. Paul goes on to say in Philippians 4, 7, then when we do that, when we, we stop worrying and we start praying and we start thanking him for the things, because then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand in our minds. Come on. His peace will guard your heart and what? Minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Come on. When we start to do that, when we start to, to, to worry less and pray more, then peace comes, church. And then, guess what? With peace, we start living. We can start living. We don't, we're, not, we're not just shut down at the home and woe is me. Da, da, da. No, we... I'm going, through a, I'm going through a problem right now, but thank God I got peace, amen. Something's going to happen. Come on, there'll, there'll be food in my covers. The rent will be paid. I'll keep living, amen. I'm going forward. I'm going to take the necessary purpose steps to go forward. When peace comes, amen, peace comes when we don't worry, church, and we start to pray. We as disciples worry less. We as followers must pray more. We will experience that peace, church. Peace is not the absence of trouble. Church, peace is the presence of Christ. Amen. That's when you bring his presence into the situation that peace comes, church. God's peace is different from the world's peace. True peace is not found in positive thinking 
or when everything feels good or peace is not even when mama's not mama's happy amen come on <laughs> peace comes from knowing god that he is in control that's where my peace comes god it can be falling apart in my life but god that peace i have in me knows that everything's going to be okay Philippians 4, 8 and 9 says this. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts. Amen. Right here, your mind. Yeah. On what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all that you have learned and all that you receive from me. Everything that you heard from me and saw me doing, and then the God of peace will be with you. Come on. Church, we must put our minds to, to those things. What we put our mind to, church, determines the outcome of our words and our actions. Come on. He says, Fix on your, your, your thoughts on this. Put your mind on what is true. Put your mind on what is honorable. Put your mind on what is right. Put your mind on what is pure. Put your mind on those things that are lovely, those things that are admirable, those things that are excellent, those things that are worthy of praise. Put your mind on good things, not bad. Come on, it's not over, it's beginning. Come on, somebody. Change the way you think, church. It's all about changing that. So when you start thinking lustful thoughts or, or when you start to get angry thoughts or rage or getting mad, amen, when you feel like that, you want to choke somebody out, amen. Come on, somebody, I'm just being real, amen, hallelujah. Paul is telling us to put, come on, he's telling us to put your minds and fix your things on these things that are good. Don't focus on the old man, that old woman, focus on the new that he put on you. That when we're going through these things, ask, pray to God and help, help, ask Him to help you to focus your mind on what is good and what is pure. Church, it's possible through Christ. All it takes is practice. That means we do it every day. We've got to make up our minds. When you wake up, make up your mind. I'll be good today. I'm going to think about good things today. I'm not going to worry today. I'm not going to worry about that, that the doctor's report right now. I'm not going to worry about this or that. You know, Not that we're not concerned. I'm not saying to throw these things away. We've got to handle business. But we've got to learn to trust God. Is what I'm saying, church. Amen. It's not enough to hear or read the word of God. It's not even enough to know it well. But we must put it into practice. Take the necessary steps forward with purpose, church. James 1.22 says, don't just listen to God's word, but you must, be, you must do what it says, otherwise you're only fooling yourself. Come on, his word in us must lead us to obedience, otherwise we are deceiving ourselves. I'm going to close today. My stomach just growled. <laughs> we really, really need to change the way we think. How many, how many need to change the way they think? Come on. You need to change the way you think. Stand up. Just stand up. I've been standing up all through service because I, I want to change the way I think. Come on. There's, there's no one perfect, right? No one righteous. I, even I, fall short. I'm not here to say I'm perfect, I'm not this. In Christ I am. I change the way I think. I don't stay there and start to put my old back on. I may fall, but I repent. I say, God, change the way I'm thinking right now. God, let me put on Christ. Let me put on the newness of what Christ is in my life. And when you start to just put these, the new back on you, you start to get into the word of God, then, then he starts to align you back. And you start to understand the peace, the love, and now the perfect will for your life. Yep. 
because you're not that anymore. The devil tells you you're that. But tell him you're a liar and a father of lies. My God says I'm this. Just change the way you think, church. When you start, we start by worrying less, praying more, church. Telling God what you need. Don't just assume he knows. He, he knows, but you need to say it. Say it. God, this is what I need today. God, this is what I need help today. And then start thanking him. God, you, you've been so good. Even though I'm going through this season right now, God, I, you've always been good. Even though right now things are not that well, but you're still good. Nothing takes him off the throne. My troubles don't take him off. My, my lack of faith don't take him off. God, I struggle with this right here, but God, help me to, help me in the, my unbelief. Help me in those areas that I don't seem to trust you in yet. God, I want to change that way of thinking. Because if I can change that way of thinking, then victory can start to come in my life. And with that victory comes peace. Peace just comes like that. Once you say, I got it. Just like Johnny Chang. He was searching and searching and searching. And he thought, man, this, this, this guy and all that he did wrong, he says, God can never accept a man like me. That's what he thought. Because that's how the word was interpreted to him. But then someone brought something and brought a different gospel to him. And it opened in his mind. It says, God can save a wretched man like me by changing the way he thought. All you got to do is just change the way you think, church. And anything can be possible in your life. You would experience a peace that will blow your mind. I don't know about you, but I, that's where I want to live. Man, I want to live. I want to have peace. I want to have love. God, I want it all. And he wants to give it all. But we think we don't deserve it at times. But God says, I, you do. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what you said even yesterday or even a moment ago. But if you believe my words, I'll bring peace to you. That's the God we serve. That's the God I serve. Loving God that, that's forgiving, that's gracious, that justifies me, that sanctifies me. And one day I'll be glorified. Amen. Let's fix our thoughts on what is good, what's pure, church. It's going to help us in the way we think. And it's going to help us stay out of trouble as well. Let me read that one scripture one more and I'll close. Philippians 4.9. Keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me, saw me doing, then God, the God of peace, will be with you. We must set the right example for our children, for our homes, for our surroundings. Wherever we're at, church, know who you represent. People will see that. They'll see the difference. And that's when we can start to share the gospel to them. What makes you different, brother? What makes you different, sister? Well, let me tell you what God did for me. And you share all that. And now it gives hope to somebody else. Amen. Come on, let's bow our heads, close our eyes.